Chapter twenty nine of Choice Cookery. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Choice Cookery by Catherine Owen. Chapter twenty nine Miscellaneous Sweets. Under this head, I intend to give a few sweets that seem to me unusually good although they may not always be novel except in manner of serving a compote of fruit has nothing new about it yet by the way in which it is served it may simply be stewed fruit or it may be a dish fit to find a place even in choice cookery in making compotes great care must be taken to preserve the shape and color of the fruits in order to do this they must be quickly peeled and dipped into strong lemon juice and water and dropped into syrup in which also a little lemon juice has been squeezed pass the blade of the knife over its own marks to obliterate the appearance of peeling peaches and apricots may be boiled up without peeling and unless they are allowed to get too soft the skins will be removed easily it will be observed that hard fruits such as apples are simmered in thin syrup to get tender while rich soft fruits are dropped into syrup boiled to candy height apple compote number one cut up and boil half a dozen apples in a pint of water when they are quite soft strain the juice from them without squeezing put to it half a pound of granulated sugar and the zest of a lemon the zest is the peel so thin that the knife blade can be seen through it while paring together with the juice let this syrup boil for a minute skim it then pare half a dozen fine cooking apples core them let them boil gently in the syrup until quite tender but not in danger of breaking take them up on a perforated skimmer when cold put the apples into a compote dish boil the juice to a jelly pour part of it over the apples dip a plate in cold water drain it and then pour out the rest of the jelly into it it should only cover it about the thickness of thick paper when stiff warm the underside of the plate very slightly pass a broad thin knife under and lay the sheet of jelly over the apples in the compote dish apple compote number two prepare the apples as in last recipe but before the last sheet of jelly is laid over them ornament with rings and leaves of angelica and any red jelly or preserve cut in thin slices and stamped out with tiny tin cutters in leaves stars or fancy shapes stiff red currant jelly of red quince may be used decorate thus each apple then lay the thin sheet of apple jelly over all compote of stuffed apples prepare the apples as in the foregoing recipes taking care to core them all through without splitting the apple when the apples are done fill the centre with orange marmalade or apricot preserve boil the syrup down till it will glaze pour it over the apples when they are ice cold the syrup also only warm enough to remain liquid by this means the rich coating will remain over the apples while if both were warm it would run off compote of apples or pears grille if you have any apples or pears left from a compote or you may of course prepare them especially put them into a frying or saute pan over a brisk fire put with them any syrup there may be and a cup of sugar just dissolved in water boil rapidly down to a pale caramel rolling the apples with a fork 
so that they become covered with the caramel take great care that the syrup does not burn remove it from the fire the moment it begins to change color the apple should now have an even glossy surface as each is finished put it at once into the compotier pour a little curacoa syrup round just before sending to table compote of apple marmalade this is not so troublesome to make as it sounds especially to any one who has made glace nuts a very general accomplishment nowadays reduce some apple marmalade by leaving it for an hour or two in a double boiler the water boiling round it will evaporate moisture without danger of burning stir occasionally and when the marmalade is so reduced that it will make a firm paste when cold try a little in a saucer on ice color one-half pink with cochineal spread half an inch thick on plate slightly oiled when stiff and cold cut out the marmalade into squares ovals diamonds leaves etc with tin cutters boil a pound of sugar with a gill of water to the crack that is until a teaspoonful dropped in ice water will crack between the teeth oil a fork and a large dish and use the fork to drop the pieces of marmalade into the candy lift them out quickly and lay them on the dish which will be better if it is set on ice when they are cold dish them in a pyramid the pink to contrast with the white effectively pour a little liqueur flavored syrup around the base of the fruit compote of pears white use any fine flavored dessert pears cut them in halves core pare and trim neatly and simmer them in syrup a pound of sugar and juice of half a lemon to a pint of water till they are tender yet firm to the touch dish the pieces keeping them close to each other lay a thin sheet of apple jelly over them and the syrup boil down till rich and thick round them a pink compote is prepared in the same way the only difference being that a very few drops of cochineal are added to the syrup before the pears go in decorate with angelica pears a la princesse select seven pears of the best quality without blemish and of equal size pare them with great care stand them close together in a saucepan with weak acidulated syrup to cover them simmer slowly till quite tender but yet firm to the touch take them up leaving the syrup to boil down when cold cut the stalk end off each pear about an inch deep or so as to leave about an inch of surface on which place a ring of angelica simply cut angelica crosswise and it forms rings being tubular if the rings are flattened lay them in syrup when softened bend them round and lay one on each pair then if in season dip a fine strawberry or stoned red cherry in the hot syrup and lay it on the ring of angelica cut strips of angelica and run them through the strawberry down to the pear both to hold the decoration in place and to represent the stalk dish them standing when dished up pour some syrup boil till thick and rich over the seven pears when fresh fruit is not in season for decoration use candied cherries variegated compote of pears this is a pretty dish prepare some pears as in the last recipe except that the tops are not to be cut off color half the number a pale pink by adding a few drops of cochineal to the syrup in which they are simmered dress them alternately a pink pear and a white one in the compotier pour over each the pink and white syrup 
in which they were cooked and pour syrup flavored with vanilla round them compote of oranges divide six oranges in halves first cut out the center string of pith pick all pips out carefully and with a very sharp knife pare off the peel of the orange down to the naked transparent pulp in this way you get rid of the whole of the white outside skin place the halves as you do them in a bowl pour over them some hot syrup boiled alize flavored with orange peel rubbed with lump sugar and previously dissolved in the syrup a very little lemon juice should be added if the oranges are very sweet let them steep a few minutes then remove them then build the oranges into a pyramid on the compotier and the last thing before going to table pour the syrup well boiled and cold over them chestnut compote take the largest french or spanish chestnuts make slits in the peel and boil till tender take off the shell and press them flat without breaking lay them in a saucepan pour over them thick syrup put them in the oven but do not let them boil when they look quite clear take them up put them into the compotier boil the syrup to candy height squeeze into the compotier the juice of an orange and pour the candy over the chestnuts chestnut compote number two prepare the nuts as in last recipe put the yolks of three eggs in a saucepan stir gradually to them a pint of cream cook a quarter of a pound of sugar to the crack with a few dried orange flowers the minute the candy begins to get yellowish pour it into the cream stirring constantly and let it come to boiling point then strain the cream over the chestnuts end of chapter twenty nine